everyone, this is MP Freedom Podcast. In this podcast, I'm going to give you a second ingredient to your cocktail of happiness. And that is, I'm going to give you an ingredient to throw inside your bucket that can increase your happiness and well-being. And this technique will really help you in three areas. And let's discuss the areas before we get into the technique. These three areas are being present in the moment. The second idea is negative thinking and negative judgments or any judgment about ourselves. And lastly is acceptance, acceptance of self and acceptance of what is happening around you. So let's jump in. Presence, being present in the moment. You know, much of our time we think about the future, we think about the past. You know, think about the future. We always think about the future, whether that's in our business, whether that's in our family life, relationships, spirituality, growing, vacation, or whatever it is that you're planning in the future. And also much of our time we're thinking about the past. You know, like like some good things too, like like good memories. Or ruminating about something that happened in the past, thinking about something in the past that was bad and constantly thinking about it. You know, many of us really do that. And we constantly think about something in the past and the past and the past. And um, we, we, we we keep on thinking about it. You know, like when somebody doesn't say hi to us, we're like, oh my, wow. And we get, you know, we, we, we can go for 10 minutes about, in our minds, about something that happened 10 minutes ago because it hurt us, right? So much of our time thinking about the, about the past and the future. And also... A lot of times we're daydreaming or we're thinking about ideas or we're thinking about just random la-la lands or whatever it is, you know, but we're not present in what we're doing. You know, when it comes to our conversation, a lot of the times um, in a relationship with friends or in business, a lot of times we're not present in the conversation. Either we're on our phone or we're just, we're not really present. We're kind of spaced out into la-la land. Or we're worried about something that happened. Or even in the conversation itself, we can be thinking about our own thoughts and not really listening to their thoughts, right? We can be thinking about what we want to answer back. Or we're not, we're not present in the conversation. We're just thinking about our thoughts of what we want to answer to them or the way we think about the conversation, right? And we're not really present with the other person. We're not completely present with what they're saying instead of being in our own thoughts, right? So there's, it's really split up to three categories, I would say. There's past, future, or just in your own world. You're thinking about your own thoughts and not really being present with what's happening in front of you. Like paying attention to the weather around you. Pay attention to what the other person's telling you, completely listening, not, not going through your own thoughts. And not thinking of what to answer back, you know, completely being listening to what they have to say. Or whether that's, um, whether that's, you know, realizing, being grateful for the food in front of you and being like, wow, this is amazing. Um, you know, we're not present. And of course we need to be in the future, we need to be in the past, but we need to sometimes think about ideas. But it would also be nice to be more present because that aspect of life might be missing a lot because when we're completely present... We're there. That's the only thing that's happening. Nothing else is happening besides for what's happening now. And we can enjoy life much better if we're more present with what we're doing. And you'll see what I'm talking about if you become more present, if you become more um, in the moment and enjoying what's happening in front of you instead of thinking about the future and the past. You can enjoy life much more in the present. 
But it's important to plan for the future. It's important to think about the past because sometimes there's important uh, lessons that you can take from the past or good memories. And also in the future, you need to be planning. You need to change things. You need to grow. You need to contribute. So, but learning that presence is an important technique. Second idea is negative thinking. You know, till we're six years old, we're programmed. We're living in a certain brainwave that we're, we're like living in a hypnosis kind of consciousness. Everything we hear, we just take in. We believe almost everything we hear. And we're just processing the information. And these becomes our beliefs for the future. And because most of the day, we are on automatic mode, automatic pilot. We just let, we just, we're like a robot most of the day. And we just let life take us on what we're used to, on what we do in second nature. The things that we do on second nature, almost for, like 48% of what we do is automatic. We don't even consciously think about it. It's just like, it just, these thoughts, you know, just think about your thoughts, right? These thoughts feel like they're not you. It feels like these, they're just automatic. Automatically, you get these fears. Automatically, you get these doubts. It's like, you recognize these fears. These are old fears. These are old doubts. It's as if, you know, your thoughts are just going over and over. Like, you're on automatic mode, and you just get angry, and you just get pissed off all the time from the same things. And it's as if you have no control over your anger or you're, you know, you get all these pissed off and you have all these patterns in your life that just happen automatically. If you relate to what I'm saying, I'm sure almost everybody relates to this, that in a certain way we have this automatic mode in the way we respond to things and the way we think about things. Of course, we always grow and we always get better, but there's so much, of, uh, there's, there's so much that's happening in our mind. That's, that's like so familiar. Like this happens all the time. And what we want to do is we want to have a technique that can help us deal with this. And firstly, what we really need is to become more aware of the thoughts. Sometimes we don't even know the thoughts that we're thinking. So we need a technique that can help us be more aware and also get to see how our thoughts go from, you know, imagine something negative happens to you. But we can ruminate it in the next 20 minutes, which makes it so much worse. So we also need a technique that can help us see how we go from one thought to another thought. And instead of being reactive and automatically have all these loops of thoughts. Let me give an example if you, if you don't know what I'm talking about. Imagine you walk down the street and someone, someone doesn't say hi. So for the next 10 minutes, you're going to be thinking, oh my, wow, the guy doesn't care. Oh, boy, I don't know why. I thought he's my friend. I don't know why he's not saying hi to me. And he must be, he doesn't care. You know, the, 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 you know, I don't know what's going on. Maybe he doesn't like me. Did I do anything wrong? And you can go for 10, 20 minutes about being worried about what he's, like, what happened. And it could just be he was a little spaced out or he just, like, had a bad morning. And you can come with this whole rumination for 20 minutes about, <laughs> about what happened. Right? So in other words, we also need a way to kind of see how our thoughts go from one subject to another subject. You know, I heard another parable. I heard another analogy, another situation that you can relate to. Not everybody relates to this example, but, you know, we relate to this idea how we can think about something, a rumor about something that never happened. For example, somebody uh, gave an analogy of, imagine a, a kid that 
Imagine somebody that has a suitcase and is going with his suitcase and he's going to this train and all of a sudden the suitcase falls down on the train. In the, not, not in the train, in the, what's it called? Um, you know, where the train goes in the, I forgot what it's called, I can't believe it. Um, the, you know, the tr- where the train travels through. It fell inside the, the rail, the, where the things go. So it falls down in there and the, the, the kid quickly jumps inside and jumps up and takes it and is all like worried. Like, oh my God. And the train comes like two minutes later. And he's like, phew, phew, phew. But he's still upset. And he's still worried because for the next couple of minutes, he's thinking, what, what, what if, what, what if I, I stayed there and the train came and uh, I would have got hurt? And what if, what if I didn't come in time? And, and he's going for the next 20 minutes thinking about what if? What if this happened? And we need a technique that can catch our mind from doing that. And see how our mind is going from subject to subject. And lastly, the idea of acceptance, accepting of yourself. You see, a lot of the times when bad things happen to us, we judge ourselves. We say, oh, you know, how could I, you know, I'm angry. And when, when someone gets angry and, 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 and has a lot of episodes of anger, he tries to repress it. And he doesn't want to think about the fact that he gets angry sometimes. And, and, um, and he doesn't like himself. He's like, oh my God, I'm angry. And you, you repress that feeling. You're like, how can I be angry? And a lot of ourselves don't accept ourselves. And because of that, a lot of us actually become overachievers. And we overachieve and we accomplish things. And we do so many different things in order to feel good about ourselves. Because we're only good enough if we overachieve. Or some of us don't do anything and are scared. What are people going to think about me? And uh, I'm so scared because you don't think you're good enough. And you don't think you're significant. And all of us live in that life that we're completely, of course, we should care to a certain extent what people think about us to a certain extent, right? We shouldn't be walking around without clothes. But, you know, there's, it's, it becomes so unhealthy to start living for other people and feeling only significant if you overachieve or be completely scared of what other people think about me. Or some people think we don't even deserve happiness. I'm not good enough. And what we really need to do is is first of all, besides for the technique that I'm going to give you, give yourself permission to be human. Give yourself permission to fail. It's okay to fail. It makes us... We're human. You shouldn't do wrong things, but don't hate yourself for being angry. It's perfectly normal. We're human. We fail. We make mistakes. Accept yourself. Right? That's first of all. And besides for that, I want to give you this technique... That can help you see yourself without judgment. See yourself for what you are. And if you don't give yourself permission to, um, if you don't give your permission to be human, you'll have a harder time actually enjoying good things. Because when you start repressing yourself for bad feelings, you end up repressing your good feelings too. So it's important to let those feelings go. And secondly, I want to tell you is that you are completely valuable just because you're human. From a spiritual point of view, I'm going to give you a spiritual point of view if you're spiritual or um, if, if, if that applies to you, if you believe in this. And that is, everyone is a soul and a body. 
and we're we're completely we're so valuable. Where we are in, we're, we're, just think about it. What value do you have? There's no human being that has a certain value. You're completely valuable based on the fact that you are a soul. You are a soul, and you have no value. A soul is completely invalid. Completely valued. It's like worth more than anything in the world. And you're just valuable for who you are. And if you, um, you know, and if you come from a spiritual point of view, God loves you, and therefore you are completely valuable because God made you valuable. And you are the most special thing to God. And God considers every soul of His the most valuable thing in the world. So you are valuable. Um, and so that should help you accept yourself and love yourself. And just, you know, every human being loves himself. And we really all have it in us. And we all truly love ourselves. And we have to just love ourselves for what we are you know we're not we're not we're not only significant when we do things right we don't need to become overachievers and let's now get into the technique that I want to speak about and that's mindfulness meditation mindfulness meditation is a technique that you can do that can help you be more present and mindfulness meditation I'm sure you heard of it it's about being present in the moment. And if you ever do these techniques, it's a lot of these techniques are about breathing. And it's about focusing on your breath. That you breathe in and, in and out. And the idea is, is that when you focus on your breath, right? When try, you know, try this yourself right now and you see what I'm talking about. Because the best way to explain this is, is through ex- experiencing it. So I want you to close your eyes right now. And to breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. And just watch the breath like you're watching an ocean. And I want you to count to four while you breathe in. And pay attention to your breath and breathe out. And if you realize just breathing in and out with this deep breathing actually relaxes you. So besides for that, you're more relaxed. You see, this this is also a very great benefit. And I want you to continue following your breath. And now watch this. You see, your thoughts are now thinking about other things. You're thinking about... I don't know, you're thinking about things around you or you're thinking about the fact that you're thinking or you're thinking about the shelves in your room or you're thinking about anything that's happening in your life. And I want you to do is, what I want you to do is after you you see the thought, right? You see the thought. And I want you to go back to your breath. And then each time your mind wanders, I want you to see the thought for what it is. You see the thought and... Be okay with the thought, meaning even if it's like bad thought, like, oh my God, look what I'm, I'm, th- I'm thinking about the fact that I'm thinking about ruminating things. I'm thinking about negative thoughts. And what we tend to do is judge it and say, oh my, wow, why am I thinking about this negative thought? So what I want you to do is see the negative thought, right? See the negative thought, watch it, and then go back to your breath. 
So what this really do, does is, and, and you know, you can gently open up your eyes and we're done this meditation, but the best, the best meditation is really starting from 10 minutes to 45 minutes and some people do even more than that, but I don't know if we really have the time for that. And I don't know if, you know, we want all, you know, we want most of our lives to be meditating. I don't think that's helpful. But the idea is, is what we want to do is we want to learn how to, when we actually go back to the breath, besides for the calming of the breath, what we want to do is become more present. So that's the first idea we spoke about. And you learn how to be more present in the moment. You see our thoughts go away. Or we, we think about something else, but then we go back to the breath. We learn how to be more present and we train our minds to be more present. Also, when our mind goes away and we see the thought, right? We see the thought or the negative thought and we tend to judge it. We see, why am I thinking this? So first of all, See yourself judging it even. You can even see yourself, seeing yourself judge, right? You're like, oh, why am I thinking about that? And then see yourself criticizing it, right? So you see yourself criticizing it and see the thought for what it is and pay attention to the thought and then go back to your breath. And the idea is, is what you're doing is you get to know your thoughts and get to see your thoughts. And the more you actually practice this, then when you come to regular life, right? If you just do this 10 minutes, 20 minutes a day, and the more you practice this, then when you come to real life, you start seeing your, your thoughts, you start seeing your thoughts more. And you realize, hey, look at my thoughts. And instead of reacting right away and getting upset, you start becoming like a third party. You start seeing the thought for what it is and stop reacting right away. And you're able to be proactive. Instead of reacting right away and getting angry, you can see the thought like, wait, you know, you can, you can make a better decision. Right? You can see the thought for what it is and like, hmm, is this reasonable to get angry? And then you can even see your thoughts going from one thought to another thought. Like, wow, look at how my thoughts are going. And be curious. The main idea is to be curious. Because if you're judging, if you're judging your thought, it's never, it's never going to really, you know, when you judge your thoughts, you don't want to think about it. Your mind is going to make you stop realizing your thoughts. And so what you want to do is you want to be curious about the thought and see how one thought's leading to another thought. Mm-hmm. And then in life, when that happens, um, in life, when that happens, you're able to make a better judgment. You're able to, um, you know, live in a life, you know, when, when you go through life, instead of reacting to the bad things that are happening, see the bad thing and see the bad thing for what it is. And you don't, you won't react right away. Maybe you'll be upset. But you won't be reactive right away and you're able to make better judgments. And maybe you can even create another meaning, right? As we spoke about in another podcast, that you can change the meaning of what this means. And that really will change your emotional state. So, and this also leads us to the third idea, which is acceptance. See, accept yourself. See the thought and like, be okay with being upset. Be okay with the thoughts that you have. And the more you're okay, the more you get used to this way of thinking, the more you get used to accepting things around you, the more you're going to get used to accepting yourself and accepting life. You're going to get more into this acceptance mode of being. And once you get used to this acceptance mode of being, then when hard things happen, you can accept it. And from a spiritual point of view, you believe that God has this 
this this great there's a greater good to this that I don't understand and you just accept it for what it is. And you just believe that there's some goodness out of this, but you just don't know it right now. So I know this was a lot of information. So I hope you enjoyed this information and all the best.